Welcome to Let's Chew the Gum. I'm your host, Protocol. We're talking about a lot of things in this show while we chew the gum. And as always, on each and every show, we always have something for your mind. Welcome back to this edition of Let's Chew the Gum, the podcast where we talk about everything from A to Z while we chew the gum. Some folks ask, why chew the gum? Because I think it's okay to chew gum when you talk. Some people think that's a bad thing, but here, hey, we like that. It gives us a little bit of rhythm and focus and concentration. And with the little added fresh breath, hey, it can't help. So I'm glad that you came back. Today, I have a very special guest, Mr. William E. Smith. William Smith was born and raised in Detroit. After his kids were grown, he decided to pursue his dreams late in life. He moved to Chicago where he landed a role as a season five cast member on the hit TV show Empire, as well as Terrence Howard's full-time stand-in and photo double. He is now the host of his own YouTube channel entitled Us Crazy Christians, where you can check out his delivery to his his very expanded audience he's a motivational speaker a writer as well as a model so make sure you check him out right now i want to bring him into the studio so let's welcome mr william e smith welcome brother hey hey thank you sir thanks for having me no man it's it's definitely my pleasure and and something uh, that i'm excited to a show that i'm excited to do now, we have a few things in common, both being from Detroit. And so that that makes it super exciting for me. You know, no matter where no you go in the world, man, when, when I encounter someone from Detroit, there's always, especially within our, our same neighborhood, there's always just a an understanding. It's like an unspoken code and word that that we have a, a particular understanding about life, even exactly. within. Right. Even within the diversity. So, man, I, I wanted to to talk with you about man your your adventures and experiences on the on the hit show empire and then later on about your youtube channel um but but first i I know that before even before empire you had some experiences in in theater or or some type of background that led you to even land a spot on empire can we talk about that for a moment yeah well when in when i was living in detroit i was i was a part of plays i mean i hadn't been doing plays all my life in church but when i Teenager, I was in a play called Come Back Home. It had uh, the Fudge Brothers in it. If you're from Detroit, you probably know who the Fudge Brothers are. A gospel group. It had Tweaky Clark or the Clark Sisters in it. It had Delicious from The Flavor of Love. She, right. was, she wasn't called Delicious back then, but she was She was a young girl. Matter of fact, her mom was a, one of the stars of the play, and her daughter just had like a, a background role in a play. Um, but that play did pretty good. I ended up um, meeting Mike Matthews. He was the biggest play uh, guy in the in the world before Tyler Perry was. He was like the Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry. His name was Mike Matthews from Detroit, and he had a play called Wicked Ways and Mama Don't. He saw me and come back home and then gave me a role in Wicked Ways. And uh, I didn't stay with that. I was really, really 
And uh, my pastor wanted me to stay with the church instead of going on the road. And like an idiot, I stayed at the church and didn't go on the road. I ended up getting married like later that same year. And I was only 19. And uh, so I ended up getting married, raising a family. But I still tried to do plays on my own. So I wrote my first play called Tricks of the Enemy. And uh, it was really good. It did. It was kind of successful, grew a little following, but it never was enough for me to quit my job and take care of my family off of it. And then I eventually did another play. It wasn't a gospel play. It was a, um, a story of Detroit's first black mayor, Coleman A. Young, called the uh, Coleman A. Young story. And that did pretty good. We even did a little DVD for it. Um, but again, it was still nothing to take me off of my job. And so uh, I had to work and take care of those kids. So that was my focus. And then when they were all grown, it was like, okay, now what do you want to do? And I and I, I was divorced. My kids were grown. So I said, well, what do I want to do? And I looked into stuff that I, I like doing, stuff that I enjoyed. And I wanted to pursue my dreams and goals. And I, I found out they were looking for a stand-in and a photo double with Terrence Howard. And people called me Terrence. If they didn't know my name in Detroit because I looked so much like him, they was like, hey, Terrence Howard. So I went in for the audition, got, the, got it that same day. And then that's where I've been ever since, 2018. Uh, that, that's that's pretty cool, man. I, I want to just um, first of all applaud you for having the insight <clears throat> and the wherewithal to pursue, you know, the things that you like to do after, you know, your kids were grown and, and, and there's a new experience, man. I know so many people that, that get to that point and then they're lost and they don't don't know what to do or they've given mm -hmm. up on their dreams or they think, you know, I'm too old to pursue that now. So kudos for that, man. That that's that's uh a story in itself. And, and I hope the listeners understand that, you know, you're never too old to pursue your dreams. And I, I'm by no means calling you old, man, but we are experienced, you know, so you're never too old yeah. and never too experienced to pursue your dreams. That's, that's something lifelong. So you, you get the, the, the interview or, or you, you, you go and, and uh, interview or audition for the role for, for, empire a show that that many of us Stand have watched photo double. Yeah. right right and and, and i've uh, actually you know i've, I've watched the show and, and um have watched it from the beginning and, and oftentimes um I'll, I'll tell someone i say hey you thought that was terrence howard i said no that's my boy man that's 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 will right there that's not terrence howard. <laughs> you know, I, I can almost see it you know um and uh so that's pretty cool man so what is what is it like being on set with with all these you know acclaimed actors and and uh, what is that experience like Man, it's it's amazing. I, I, it's 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 something that I I'm so grateful for. Um, and, and it was a it was a leap of faith because I actually was I worked at the in Detroit, so I, I made pretty good money. I mean, I walked around in a suit. I, I made good money. So this was a pay cut for me uh, to come and take this role. But again, I wanted to do something I enjoyed. And now money, money only really mattered to me when I was trying to take care of my, my kids. And mm -hmm. so I needed the job that ever paid the most. And I didn't care about what I enjoyed doing. It was what's going to pay me the most. So this was a pay cut, but I enjoyed it so much that every day I couldn't wait to go back to work. And it is the best acting class you can get. So, I mean, they got a lot of black shows out there. They might have like one great actor on it and a bunch of okay actors, but this show yes. had Terrence Howard. It had Taraji. It had Forrest Whitaker, Tay Diggs, right. uh, you know, just on and on. Uh, I, I mean, Trey Byers will give me goosebumps at, on set. And so to be around these people and to watch them work and to watch them practice and all the behind the scenes stuff, the advice they give is priceless. So that alone 
was amazing. Then, not to mention, I was actual fans of the people. I had watched almost everything they had been in, and then just to sit there and talk to them and have them advise you and and stuff like that is uh is something that I, I couldn't pay for. Yeah, indeed, man. And I, I I know when I when I watch the show and I'm I'm seeing the the uh, stars that are appearing on there, like some of the ones you mentioned, and then Felicia Rashad. You know, it's just it's star studded show, man. Um, continually, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's amazing. So I'm just like understanding this fact, you know, being a fan and actually getting to to be there. You know, you you said that you were excited that you got to go to work, man. And I would describe, you know, when I, as a, a teacher, you know, I, I have that feeling. I, I've had many jobs in my life, man. I've been, you know, in the military and, and delivery drivers. I've been a bodyguard and a bouncer and, and worked in retirement homes and done all types of things, like you said, to take care of my kids, you know, but teaching is the one job where I said, I get to go to work versus I have to, you know, and, and that makes all the difference, yeah, man. It's powerful. something, and you know, and like the saying goes, if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. And although we That's know right. it's work, man, it, it's enjoyable, man. And it, it's sustaining because it, it's something that, that fulfills you. So, you know, what are, what are some, some challenges that, that you faced, you know, being around, you know, all these seasoned veterans, what are some challenges that you faced that you were able to overcome in that? Well, one is, See, before I got on the show, I was cocky and I knew I could act. And it was like, you couldn't tell me nothing. I go into auditions like, but then you get around these people and you see them and you see processes and their skill level and it can make you a little insecure. And so that's something I had to gather and regroup myself. And it's like, wait a minute, William, wait a minute, you are good. You know, but you can, you will look at these people who've been doing this since you was a kid, some of them, you know what I'm saying? And so it's kind of like they're, they're on another level and it can make you feel like, man, I don't really step, I'm not on their level. And and that's true. I wasn't, but it still shouldn't have made me feel insecure. It should have, I should have realized, well, good, just learn and keep going because you're good already, but you need to be better. But what it did, and I had to overcome it, was it made me step back. It made me go into auditions feeling inadequate and and that was something i really had to overcome mm-hmm. instead of it being just a learning experience it kind of made me feel less than and and that took me a while to get over honestly because just working with them every day can make you feel like man you know what i'm saying you're not on these cats level and i really had to overcome that and that was something i had to work on myself at and like man where did that come from william what happened how'd you how'd you get so in insecure like that and um that was my probably my biggest that right there no i definitely understand that man humility is is something man it, it's uh you know because when you're when you're good at something it, you know what you know you know what you know you know what i mean but there's there's mm-hmm. always room for growth and and when you get around folks that have been doing it a bit longer and have had some success i can understand how you could you could feel that way but i think it probably i would assume it made you an even better performer a better actor more conscientious of, of things just um being able to have that, you know, not a slap in the face, but a reality check of, you know what, I'm good, but, you know, I can get better. I can only imagine the growth that you went through with that, man. So that's yeah. a, that that's that's impressive. You know, oftentimes, man, when when I um, I've met a few celebrities throughout my life at, at different time periods throughout my life. Um, and I, I joke with some people, one of my favorites is Prince, but I, I never wanted to uh, go to one of his shows because. You know, and this is not a sizeism thing. It's just speaking my truth. You know, I, I found out one day he's five foot two, you know, or something like that. Right. And, um, you yeah, know, that's right. Back in, in the day, you know, 84 or whatever, watching Purple Rain, you know, he was so 
larger than life on stage, you know, on the screen. And, and I was enamored with that, man. And, and, um, I thought, you know, once I grew up, I'm like, you know, just kind of consciously thinking uh, you, you are six one and, you know, you really, you know, you revere Prince and, and you would defer to Prince in many situations. But if you saw him would you know, how would that affect my, my view of him? You know? So I thought, man, maybe I don't, I don't want to see him. And it, it's not just Prince, it's other people I've met where, you know, the, the real thing did not, meet up with my expectations and so I, I felt a little bit disappointed so I thought you know I'm never going to try to meet Prince because I don't I don't want to lose that that reverence or that that larger than life idea were there any actors or actresses that you encountered where you know the real person that you met did not necessarily meet up to uh, your expectation or did you meet up and it was more than you expected yes I mean absolutely both both and and uh as to not offend anybody, I'm not going to say who, but most definitely there were some celebrities I met who were like assholes. You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. were just like, man, I just, you know, and I made it my goal and my job to, you know, because I'm like, I got to work with this person. And so we're going to work this out. You know what I'm saying? But, and I was older, so I, whereas some of the other stand-ins, the photo doubles might have had more, I, I was like, no, this is not going, I'm not going to let this happen. We're going to work this out. And so at the end, and we all get along great and they love me i love them but i there were it was like wow you, you this person is a problem you know what i'm saying their their celebrity is really going to the head mm -hmm. and i've had some that were just amazing they were like i thought they were going to be like taraji it's i mean she is like you would think she would be i mm -hmm. mean she was awesome down to earth friendly sweet funny everything and uh jesse smollett i know he got a bad rep right now but he was amazing to work with i mean sweetheart supportive everything so i mean a lot of trade buyers a lot, a lot of people are really great um and when you when you meet them in person they are just as nice or sometimes even better in person than they were in front of the camera or on in interviews sure. and again some were assholes you know what i'm saying but, right. but i think that's that's normal with everybody so right yeah i i, I guess so it is now now somewhere you know maybe i, I saw this on your on your uh, youtube channel which we're going to talk about a little bit later but I had some idea that that you uh, maybe used to have a crush on Taraji. Am I am I right in that? Oh no, you absolutely right. There's no there's no use to. I still do. <laughs> let me let me tell you. So now, when I was married, my wife we my my wife and I had a deal. Her favorite crush on in the earth was uh, Leonardo. That if she ever met her crush and had an opportunity with her crush, I'd give her a pass. And if I ever met my crush and had an opportunity to meet give me a pass and my crush was Taraji so I loved her whenever she would come on TV people call hey Will your girl's on the phone I mean on the TV I really, so I mean it was a big and it, I know matter of fact I know they probably crushed her a little bit when we got divorced and then all of a sudden I'm working with the Taraji every day I mean right. that, that was a but but um man she was a sweetheart and man I, trust me I'm not a shy person I would have shot my shot within <laughs> my first week of being there I saw her on the phone talking to her, her 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 fiance right now but they were dating back then and she was talking about okay baby I love you and I was like dang actually I looked <laughs> briefly because she was sitting right next to me so I looked I thought it was Tyrese. I just saw a dark skinned guy. I knew she used to date him. That's what I thought it was but it was obviously a guy she's with right now and um. And uh, so, but I mean, I showed up, was about to say like, hey, whatever. I, I, if she could turn me down, what's going to do? It ain't going to hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I, I would have been no different. And I was just mature. I wasn't scared. I would have just had some. But right. yeah, and she's still, but I mean, I love just sexy, beautiful, talented, mm -hmm. sweet, 
being working with her did not let me down. And I and I have met some women that I used to have crushes on too, which I'm not gonna say their name, and they came onto the show to me. I I just but they were nothing like I thought. Oh yeah. You know I can't what we do we, it. And you know what I'm saying? Right. Um we have a little bit of uh it's not an audio problem. I, I don't know if, if uh, you're in a certain area. Right now we're we're speaking with Will Smith. Uh Will E. Smith. He is a phenomenal performer, motivational speaker, actor, writer. You're listening to Let's Chew the Gum, the podcast where we talk about everything from A to Z. And we're going to continue this conversation. Before we do, let me uh, let you know, you can find us on uh, Anchor uh, at www.anchor.fm slash protocol. That's P-R-O-T-K-A-L-L. And from there, you can find many platforms where you can hear this podcast, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker. Um, did I mention YouTube? Uh, find us there and also email us at the show at let's chew the gum at gmail.com or at protocol at gmail.com to be a guest on the show to submit questions for our guest. Um, I was mentioning, man, we have a, a slight audio glitch somewhere. And maybe if, if you're moving around um, in your location, that could be the, the case where right now we're practicing proper social distancing. Right. Um, yes. But it, but uh, anyway, man, no, that's that's amazing. I, I'm, I was sitting here thinking when you said you had a crush, you know, and, and you heard her talking to a, a, a guy or whatever. A, a lot of folks would say, hey, well, you know, they're not married. I don't care. Or are you happy? You know, you still try to shoot your shot, man. But you were respectful, man. I, I, I respect that, man. You did not try to intervene once you, I think, right? <laughs> once you uh, right. found out she's in a situation. And, and that's respectful, man. A, a lot of times in, in society, man, people overlook that, you know, and, and they can be interrupters to what would be an otherwise happy situation, man. So, so props for that, man. So being an admirer from afar, man, it, it keeps the dream alive, man. So that, that's, that's pretty, right. that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I know this, I know on, on empire, man, it, it's a, a show that um, has had me on, on, on the edge, man, the twists and turns, the ups and downs, man, give us, give us a little insight into what a, a normal day on, on set is like, because, you know, we see the final production, man, and it's, it's so much, I'm just, always amazed at how much actually goes into shooting it an episode what is a a typical day like and 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 how long does it take to shoot one episode of a show it for one episode it may take about a uh about a week and a half is probably about average um so it 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 is i see i only work when terrence works so terrence is not in every scene Mm -hmm. there are days where he might not be there. And then there are days he's there and I'm going to be there five hours. I could be there 14 hours. It depends on how many scenes, how long it takes. One thing about being on the set is that you can, and, it, and it's like if you're dating someone and they've never been on set, they think you're lying to them. Cause I'm like, I'm still on set. You know, even my friends, they'll be like, call me back. Will when you get off work, I say, okay, I don't know when I'm going to be. And so, you know, eight hours have passed and then he'll call me back. It's 10 o'clock at night. And he's like, Will, you didn't call me back. I said, God, I'm still at work. He's like, come on, man. I'm like, right. man, trust me. I'm still, so I'll take a picture of me on set. <laughs> I gotta so prove that, it. I'm still here. Well, when you get, I don't know when I'll be out of here. And so women, if you're dating them, don't get it. And a guy, and your, even my male friends don't get it. I'm like, trust me, man, I, you don't work on set. So you don't understand. And I cannot tell you when we'll be done. I have no idea. Hmm. Whenever they're done, we're done. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I, I just know that I work that day. That's all I know. If I can tell if I'm in one scene or if I'm in six scenes, so I can tell it'll be a shorter day, but still the specific time you have no idea. And so that's one of the odd things about being on set. And for people who don't know if you're dating somebody that works on the set behind the scenes or any, or even that is how their schedule is. You never know when they're getting, um, but it's 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 great to see the movie magic when you're watching these you know because the the lions are a millionaire so it's great big elaborate sets beautiful mansions we're in it right surprised how fake these sets are they look so real but it's just walls and they remove a whole wall out the way and little intimate scene with two people in a bed and there's got to be 30 people around them. but right, you don't right. never know that when you watch this show right. and they just look like it's just these two people my god if you could just turn the camera and look you would see about 30 something people all on top of the sides of them all around a whole wall is gone you know what i'm saying so right. it looked like they're they're just on this two walls right here the other two walls are gone it's crazy so it's like a a movie like you said a lot of times a car is driving and i even put one of those book i wanted to because i'm in the car and uh but the car never moved we're never moving it just lights going down the side of us looking like we're moving there's lights in back of us on the side lights passing by us and you're right. swearing we're driving the car right. not even moving one muscle and but the tv and you see it on tv it look like we're on the street it's that stuff is like magic it's powerful it's really an interesting thing to see No, that 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 is amazing. And I I think back to to movies back in the forties, fifties, even thirties. You know when they're driving, and you can really tell that they're not driving. It looks, you know what I'm saying. You see a a picture flashing by them, and it's like, oh, you can tell. You know, today I, I never mm -hmm. would have thought. I'm thinking to this, and just until you said it, that they're really driving because it, it looks so real these days. So just the the power of technology and the magic of Hollywood is amazing, man. That that's really interesting. You know, I and sometimes. Driving. They, I mean, sometimes they are literally driving, but sometimes it's not. So it's not. It's not every time. But right. There's times, and you would you wouldn't know. You can't tell the difference. Is is they're really good at that now? No, I, I'm not able to tell the difference, man. That, that's interesting. So, so with with all this, man, how how has your life um, changed? How do you see your life as um, changing since uh, your um, experience on on Empire? What's what's changed? You know what? Now, what's changed is well, my popularity has changed. I mean, I've gotten more pop. I enjoy every day more than I ever have in my entire life. Um, honestly, what one thing that's unique though is that I expected, especially when I got a role on the show last season, I expected my life to change more from that and I had to open more doors, and it has helped. But honestly, my YouTube channel has opened more doors for me than my thing and even you 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 have me on here because of my youtube channel i spoke at a, a a 100 black men's conference i was a keynote speaker again for my youtube channel my um I, this has got to be my fourth interview this year and again it's all for my youtube channel so the fact that i've been on empire is like they add that later on it's like oh yeah you've been on empire too let's you know right, and I, right. I i didn't expect that i thought empire would be the main catalyst for um influence or change in my life and it is a blessing and it has opened some doors for me but oddly the majority of my doors at this point so far have been because of my youtube channel so you know i god works in mysterious ways so i'm not i'm not complaining about it as long as doors open i'm, I'm walking through them 
All right. And we're going to talk about that YouTube channel after a quick break for our sponsors. Again, you're listening to Let's Chew the Gum, the podcast where we talk about everything from A to Z while we chew the gum. Our guest is none other than Will Smith. And we'll be right back. Something for your mind. 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 Thank you for listening to our sponsors. We're back with our guest today, Mr. William E. Smith, actor, motivational speaker, author, and all around great guy. We've been talking about his experience as an actor and standing on the hit show Empire. However, as you heard in the first segment, a lot of opportunities and a lot of exposure has come from his experiences with his own YouTube channel, Us Crazy Christians. So let's just jump right into that, man. What is the inspiration behind it? The motivation behind it? You know, I, I, people see the title, Us Crazy Christians. Tell us what, what that's all about. Well, I actually, I've had this idea for a long time, for many years. Um, I, I've been in church all my life. I'm a church boy. I thought I was going to be a pastor, actually. And so I was planning to be a pastor. I was getting ready to go to Bible college, all that kind of stuff. Just life changed again. I got married at 19 and all this kind of stuff kind of slowed me down. But that was my plan. And I mean, I was really religious. I was, I was one of the people who would be in Detroit at time yelling out, repent for the king. I mean, I was like that. I would go up to people, preach on the corners. I was really a fanatical Christian. When I walked across the stage at Cooley High, class of 89 in Detroit, the, they were yelling out, Rev, 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 when I was getting my diploma because I was called the Rev. So I was always preaching and stuff like that. Um, and so I had a lot, but, but some things, I, as I grew in God, I realized a lot of things that I believed about the Bible. A lot of things I believed about God were wrong. And I had taught them to my kids. I preached them myself for many, many years, and they were wrong. As and and so I kept having an idea about doing this channel, but I kept procrastinating. I was like, man, I don't know if I feel like wrestling with these church folk. And I just, you know, I just was, I kept putting it off. But after I got on Empire and I was doing this, I realized I never wanted to go back to work in a regular job. And I was like, Empire is not going to last forever. So let me take every opportunity to do everything I can. And so during the off season when Empire wasn't shooting, when we would be on hiatus, I would I just started my YouTube channel. I actually started like three different YouTube channels doing different things. Um, but us, us Crazy Christians was the only one that nobody wanted to help me with because my stuff was kind of controversial. So the other two channels, I had people to help me, but it just never, it was never consistent. They, it was never any diligence with all of us together. So us crazy Christians was the only channel I had started on my own. And because it was just me, I kept it going and it just kept growing and, and it's been going on now. And so it'll be a year next month that the channel has been up and it's just really been opening a lot of doors. And we deal with a lot of controversial stuff like tithing and the truth about tides. Uh, we even deal about homosexuality. We get into anxiety and depression and uh, just a lot of religious beliefs that people believe. And I'm just getting started. I, I, there's a lot of notes and ideas I had for us crazy Christians that I didn't want to get into right away because I didn't want, I didn't want to be so controversial. I really want to get into the Bible. I want to get into the rapture, the Antichrist, the mark of the beast, um, just a bunch of uh, domestic violence, a bunch of different, very controversial things that I want to talk about and what the Bible honestly says about these things. Mm -hmm. 
gonna be uh, um it's gonna cause some some controversy but i was i'm i'm kind of excited about it and, and a little scared of it at the same time but most definitely i'm gonna do it no i i, I applaud you man because i mean you mentioned the the the, the word controversy or controversial a few times and and just anytime you're dealing with the public and religion you know there's always going to be uh, a dynamic and a, and a plethora of of individual comments and feedbacks and perspectives and and you know mm-hmm. just like you said when you when you raised your kids and and after the divorce you moved on to do the things you wanted to do this is in a similar vein so again no matter what the outcome you know you are leaving your footprint and living your life and doing the things that you set out to do in spite of and despite what others might think or say so the just the fact of having the courage to do it man you know as is a um you know, uh, something I applaud you for. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, you know, you mentioned the word controversy or controversial. Is that the impetus behind the title uh, cra- uh, crazy Christians or us crazy Christians? Where does the crazy part come from? Well, I, I actually, I, I, it was it was just crazy Christians many years ago, but I took so long to get the title that by the time I got ready to start my YouTube channel, Crazy Christian wasn't available on all the platforms. It wasn't available on Twitter, Facebook, stuff like that. So I, mm-hmm. I, it was still available, I think, on YouTube, but I wanted to be able to have it on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, and the only one. And so Us Crazy Christians was available, so I took that. But, but the title really was just to be, be I, I it, it had a negative connotation and, um, uh, and over the top, I, I would. I, I used to call myself like a Jesus freak. Again, I was rare. I was over. So, um, whereas a lot of people say, "Yeah, I'm a Christian and I love God," but they do. I was. I was saving myself for marriage. I just, you know, I was that really sold out fanatical guy. I read my Bible every day, prayed every day, travel around with me, walking to school. So I was that guy. Jesus stickers on my locker. I was that guy, and right. so I was like a consider a crazy fanatical or uh, the term I like to use back then was Jesus freak. So crazy Christians was kind of a bit about that. And then people who didn't like Christians called us crazy too. So I was like, well, whatever one you want to see it, if you, if you're anti Christians, or if you are fanatical Christian, the name can mean whatever one you want it. So that's kind of how it went. Okay. And, um, and I, and I said a lot of things that seemed like I was to the Bible. And so I make sure that I would, I like the idea to us. So it was like, I'm including myself to, christian but sometimes people think i don't i'm not (laughs) i'm like no no i'm clearly a christian i i'm i'm probably more christian now than i was back then i think back then i was was a a person who served the bible more whereas now i believe i'm more of a follower of a christ of christ Hmm. and so um um but but sometimes my make people think man i'm not saved because people ask me are you saved i'm like are you kidding me absolutely so right um that's what that is Okay, no, that's cool, man. I appreciate that that clarification. So, so with the channel, right? Um, you you definitely have have some interesting topics. I've I've had the pleasure of watching a few of the episodes, and and even the very first one you put out. I remember when when it debuted, and you had put out some some messages about this is going to go down and check it out. I, I I'm one of the original followers of that channel, man. So. Um, I appreciate I, you too, brother. Yeah, I, I like the content. I, I like some of the spins and perspectives because you definitely offer 
different perspectives and different ways of looking at things, right? You you aren't aren't there necessarily proselytizing at all, but you're putting out some some information and and just causing people to look at it differently and to think differently about whether it's it's Bible verses or just the, the way they go about life or how they see relationships or situations. It, it's definitely a unique channel, and and whether someone is a religious person or Christian or not, I, I think that they can take something from it or learn something about themselves because it, it's not your typical when someone hears a your Christian channel, it's not your typical Christian channel for sure. Um, but so what, what is it that you would hope audience members or people that listen in, what do you hope that they would get from that channel? Man, I, and I love what you grabbed from my channel or what you saw, because that is my heart. I, I, like I said, I've been in church all my life and I feel like the church has a tendency to force its beliefs on you, to tell you what to believe, to tell you what's true, what the Bible means, instead of leading you, which is what what's, what your church is supposed to do. We're supposed to lead Jesus. Matter of fact, Jesus himself talked about that with the scribes and Pharisees. It's only supposed to point you to Jesus, but we, the church tells you what's right or what you're supposed to believe and what the Bible means. And us crazy Christians, you know, I wanted it to be... I just want to give you things to look at. I says even on my page, it says we deal in common sense Christianity. And so I always say, is it possible that is this or that? I want you to make up your own mind. I said, this is what the scripture means. This is what the Bible means. No, that's wrong. No. I say, well, you know what? That 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 is one belief. Is it possible that it could be this? Let's look at the scripture in context. It's mean, I, and trust me, I'll be tempted sometimes to say, no, this is what it means. But I'll say, you know what? Look. This is it possible that it could mean this? Think about it. Go look it up for yourself. Decide for yourself. And I believe that allows people to make their own decisions. And and it sets me apart from a lot of churches because I don't want them to feel like they get they're getting another Sunday service. Feel like, look, we're just going to give you some options. And I'll try to even sometimes give you more than one. You you go ahead and pick um, what you want. Here's the one that you normally believe. Here's the one I even taught to my kids. Here's another belief right here. Which one do you think? Is it possible that it could be this and that? And I try to lean towards love. And I and I think that's important. What what whatever one is going to give you peace, whichever one is going to give you love, whichever one is going to give you freedom, that is the one I like to lean towards, but I still want to leave it up to you because some people might not want to be free. <laughs> so uh, you know, I matter of <laughs> fact, the video that I'm going to put out next week, it's dealing with um spiritual warfare. And I real I mean, I've I've battled in spiritual warfare for for most of my life, uh, always wrestling the devil and fighting demons. And I, and I did it for over 30 something years. And I really, I don't do that anymore. And I'm given scriptures to break down a lot of things I misunderstood about spiritual warfare. A lot of things we think we're supposed to be fighting against demons. It's just out of context. And so I'm going to show that next week when I release the video, but the, um, but I do say in this same video, I say, you know what? I realize some people like warfare better than peace it is exciting and i and i remember when i would do it it is exciting it's you're battling and the fact that you can win it's very powerful and so some people are going to want that so that's fine if you want to keep fighting the demons and battle in warfare this video is not for you don't worry about it there's nothing wrong with you battling but if you are somebody who wants peace if you want 
you know, from wrestling devils, if you'd rather spend your time in prayer talking to God as opposed to binding and loosing demons, then this video is for you. And so you have a choice. And no, I'm not going to say one way is right or wrong. It depends on what you want. If you want battle, if you like the excitement of the warfare, you keep on fighting. If you want some peace, then here's another alternative right here. Maybe the scripture didn't mean we're supposed to be fighting demons. Maybe we took that out of context. Maybe they're talking about literal people in literal situations. And let me show you how. And and that that's kind of how I like to do things. And again, I leave the choice up to you. We're just going to give you some ideas. But I like to lean towards freedom and peace and joy because that's what I want for my life. I wish somebody would have told me that back in the day. And so I'm going to give you options to choose some, but you can choose to still keep battling if you want to. Because again, there's some there's some some contentment in that too. Some people like the struggle. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to down you for that. No, I definitely understand, man. No, I, I definitely get that. You know, that that approach to just providing people with information and, and let them, letting them come to conclusions. That's much like how I, how I conduct my classes, man. Um, a lot of the audience members know I, I teach high school and I, and I also teach at the university level, man. And and in my history class, you know, I don't teach history as right and wrong whether it's the civil war or slavery or whatever it may be, what I do is we present information. You know, in my mm -hmm. class, you're going to have an experience. We're going to look at some information. We're going to look at perspectives from a lot of different individuals. Um, everybody's perspective is welcome. And at the end of the day, I ultimately, my goal is I want you to be a critical thinker. I want you to be able to think and find information and know how to you know sift through information to come to a conclusion and at the end we can agree or disagree and that's that's fine with me it, it doesn't matter but i think you know the skill sets that that people would take away from my class and and the same goes for your channel the skill sets of, of just engaging and enacting uh interacting i should say listening and coming to some conclusions, man, I think that's beneficial for people throughout life and in other situations, whether it's in relationships or with the job or financial planning. Right. Those are those, those mm -hmm. particular skill sets that you embed in there. And I, I think that's one of the things that I appreciate about it most is just the opportunity for people to engage and just to think for a minute. Right. Um, as you said, so much of the dogma from religion, you know, the way that some of us grew up, it tells you what to think and tells you how to think. But that's not where it's at, man. If, if, if you know, you only operate based upon what you're told. Well, if, if somebody stops telling you, what do you do then? <laughs> what, do you, mm. what do you do then? Can, can you navigate without that? So that, that's really cool, man. Um, I, I don't even know what what what. Uh, what else to say about this channel, man? I found lots of, you know, enjoyment from it, man. Sometimes I, I sit back and, and just I like the I like the content and I, I ponder on the ways that other people will digest it. And, and uh, I would love to, to have an opportunity to engage at some point, you know, um, whether you do this type of show or not, where, you know, audience members have an opportunity for live interaction or you know you mentioned that you spoke at some conferences and i'm not sure if this has been a part of it but where audience members get a chance to maybe interact in sort of a round table or a a panel discussion about about the channel and some of the content because it'd really be interesting to you know hear what other people are thinking and how they're processing it absolutely I mean, that is a plan i even have notes on that so i i've even i that is something i'm most definitely going to do i um I need to have um, maybe 200, 220 more subscribers in order to do that live for YouTube. So mm -hmm. um, I'm on my way. When I get there, that I will, lives are going to be something I do on a regular basis. And I want to have question and answer and just panel discussion.
stuff, and I'm excited about that. And people are looking forward to it. I've had several people ask, you're asking right now. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. I just don't have enough subscribers yet, but we're moving fast. So we're, we're going up just, you know, so as long as those numbers keep going, more subscribers, we, when we hit that 1,000, then most definitely we can um we can do the lives. That sounds great. So so all my listeners out there, wherever you may be, man, I know we have listeners in all across the United States and every region in Mexico, El Salvador, Japan, and Ireland. Wow. And I'm gonna give a shout out to all those folks that that comment. You know, you guys go and su subscribe to the channel to be a part of this historical event man because um you won't be disappointed whether you're a christian doesn't matter we're just talking about engagement on topics and and having your say and, and being able to listen in so you know go out there and, and subscribe and uh I, I i you know if i could subscribe maybe i'll go and subscribe with all my other email accounts man i just you know <laughs> oh man i appreciate you <laughs> it's like back in the day you know they used to vote and then they go shave and go vote again you know I, i'll just hit all my email accounts, man. I'll even go back to my AOL account and see if that works. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we got to do, man. Cause I, I appreciate the content and definitely, I, definitely. I appreciate support. you, man. Most definitely. I have you on there. That'd be great. I, I like that. And I, and I'm gonna tell you, it's, um, I, one thing I, also, I like about the channel is also, I try to do, I try to do skits. I try to make it funny when I can. I mean, sometimes the situations are too serious. I'm like, man, maybe I just, I'll stay away from it. But I try to make it funny. I try to make you laugh or have something because I realize that when I make it funny or if I can show you what I'm talking about, you can remember it more. And I want you to be able to leave and then you're going throughout your day and you're remembering what you saw. Yeah. And so I try to do visuals and little skits and different things that help you see it um, or make you laugh about it because it helps you to remember what I'm saying. It's not again, it's not to make up your mind, but at least let you marinate on it, let you think about it when you walk away from the channel because something made you laugh or something stood out to you. So uh, that's that's another goal I had, and I like that, and I like to keep that going, and I like to always try to have um, something that can make it memorable to you. And I always worked. I remember with my teachers when I was in school, the teacher that made me laugh or showed me something that they were saying instead of just telling me about it, I remember. If the teacher was visual and they could put it on the board or show me some kind of way to see it, I remembered it better. And so I try to do that same kind of thing on us crazy Christians. Yeah, it definitely has layers. And I definitely have gotten some some good laughs, man, for sure, man. I, I really appreciate the content. Well, man, be, before we wrap up, man, um, I just want to give an opportunity for you to, to maybe give a, a final call out to our listeners or, or some some takeaways that, that you would like them to have from this interview and also from the channel or your experiences, man. So I'm going to give you that opportunity. All right. Well, say um, something that that Doc said, I, I think that it's it's important to pursue your dreams and goals and no matter how I'll be 50 years old this year. So I, I, I did start late, but it doesn't matter. I, I think that at any age when you can find peace and joy, when, when you can be excited about going to sleep to wake up the next day, it's powerful. And it's so good for your health. It's good for your mental health, for your peace. So everybody should strive to find something they love to do. And don't let money be the main. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but when you're at a point where you're mainly only taking care of yourself, it's a lot easier. If you're single and you are you don't have a wife or kids or a husband and kids, now is the time to do because you can fall in love tomorrow and next thing you know, now you want to be with that person. It's a lot 
harder to go and pursue those dreams and goals. Even when you got somebody that got your back, but still you got to pay some bills. They're staying to be taken care of. If you start having kids, that stuff gets more and more difficult. Um, it, I'm not to say that you can't do it, but the difficulty level has increased. And then again, if you do it after your kids, now you can, again, I don't want you to put all your dreams and goals off until your kids are grown. Now you didn't got married. Now it's too late. And you got kids. No, no, still pursue those things. I know you won't be able to do a hundred percent because you got to go to work. You got kids who want your time. You got a wife or a husband that needs your time. So, you know, try to include them in it. But again, doing your dreams and goals, pursuing them can help your life enjoyment level. It can help your longevity in life. And then um, don't ever think, well, bang, I'm almost 50 now. You know, I can't try it now. No, no, it doesn't matter. You you go ahead and try it. You go ahead and put, put your energy into it because it can still give you joy. And, and having joy at whatever age is powerful. So I want to leave that with you. And then as far as YouTube, I think it, it's something that's, it's not it's not like you're going to church. I believe that this channel is it's, it's entertainment and ministry. And it is mainly, I would say, this channel is more about freedom from religion and opening you up to peace, joy, and freedom. So if you get a chance, go to YouTube and just type in Us Crazy Christians, just like it sounds. Us Crazy Christians, my, my face will pop up and just click on that channel and enjoy. And if you love it, subscribe. Uh, we we just started up a Patreon account for people who want to help support and partner in that ministry with me where we can keep it going because right now I'm only recording everything on phone. I don't even have mics or lights or anything. So, um, but I, I, I expect to be able to escalate. And the people really like it the way it is now. I'm like, man, well, let me get more stuff. Let me get better editing equipment and stuff like that. So if you want to partner in the, mem in the ministry with me, you know, click on the, on the description or on my, my YouTube page and you'll see my Patreon account. Check that out. And let's just take this thing up to another level. We're just getting started. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of more controversial things. But again, the only reason I'm doing it is because I believe these things have been a hindrance to us. They have, they have hurt us and wounded us. And I want to set us free from those things. I want us to have freedom and joy and love. Jesus said to the scribes and the, and, and the Pharisees, he said, you search the scriptures because in them you think you find life, but they only point to me, but you don't come to me. And I believe that a lot of us Christians are still like those scribes and the Pharisees today. We search the Bible because we think our life is in it, but it only points to Jesus, but we don't follow Jesus. And I did this in my personal life for the majority of my Christian life. I believe I was more of a Biblian than I was a Christian. I followed the Bible more than I did Jesus. And I really had a lot of misunderstandings about the Bible also. And I, lo I looked at the Bible like it was God. And I believe that we have put the Bible as an idol up into in our in our face. And I just want to show you scripturally, it's not second William chapter two, I'm gonna give you the Bible hmm. to, to break down the Bible. And then to be a follower of Christ and what he stood for. I think that that is our goal and that is full of love, joy, and peace. And that's what us crazy Christians is about. Outstanding, man. That was well put. Well, you guys Thank heard you. it. You guys heard it here. My guest has been Will E. Smith, writer, producer, motivational speaker, model, curator, and creator of the YouTube channel, Us Crazy Christians. And uh, it's been a joy speaking with you, man. So anytime you want to come back, feel free. You know, we can we can collaborate on, on many, many topics, man. And, and uh, awesome. I, I just know that my audience will appreciate that. And especially that message of following your dreams, no matter what age I, I'm doing the same thing. You guys have been listening to Let's Chew the Gum, the podcast where we talk about everything from A to Z. 
while we chew the gum. Remember to reach us on many platforms, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Anchor. Um, we're, we're out there and we're out there for you. Feel free to email at any time at let's chew the gum at gmail.com or at protocol at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash protocol. Click the support button. We'd be glad to have you aboard. And remember, we always have something for your.